0: today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Birney Live.
1: And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live on this um, tragic Monday. And I say tragic because of what's going on in the nation of Israel I know I dealt with this earlier in the program, but I really believe it deserves even more attention. Not only is Israel one of our closest allies as a country, uh, we have stood with Israel, Israel has stood with us, and I believe one of the reasons why America has not been completely dissolved is because of our friendship with Israel, because of the covenant that God made with Abraham. I will bless them that bless thee, curse them that curse thee. I have said this repeatedly now for several years. One of the only things we have left as far as God's blessing, protection for the United States of America has been our friendship with Israel. We have become an immoral, ungodly, secular, humanistic, pagan nation. That is the United States of America today as a whole. Does that mean everybody in America is pagan? No, of course not. But when you look at what's happening in America morally and spiritually, There is absolutely no reason why God would continue to bless us. And there is every reason why God would judge us. And I honestly believe that one of the only things we have left is our friendship with Israel. Well, our friend has been brutally, savagely attacked in a completely unprovoked manner. And I'll get to that in in just a a moment. But this is Israel's 9-11, folks. This is their 9-11. If you look at the size of Israel and the size of their population, and look at how many people have been killed in the last three days, if you look at it in that way, proportionately, far more Israelis have been killed by Hamas than Americans were killed on 9-11. This is the worst attack on Israel since they became a nation in 1948. And it's not going to be over overnight, because I don't believe that Israel is going to be willing to negotiate this time. They have negotiated, 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 and in every single case, the Palestinians have broken the the truce, the treaty, whatever. They have broken the promise and attacked Israel again. And because of the nature of this attack, I don't think there is any way that Israel is going to negotiate. They are going to, this time, destroy their enemy. Now, someone asked me today, and it was a very valid question. Well, if this is God judging Israel, then how can we support Israel? Well, that's a good question. Israel rejected the Messiah. The nation of Israel did not receive Jesus Christ as their Messiah, And in fact, it was the Jewish leaders that turned their Messiah over to the Romans for crucifixion. Now, many in Jewish leadership have denied any Jewish responsibility for the crucifixion of Jesus, but that is to deny history. And the Romans as well. So why couldn't this be just God's judgment on the nation of Israel? Here is the reason why. There are conditional covenants that God makes, and then there are unconditional covenants. Second Chronicles 7.14 that we love to quote, if my people which are called by my name. It begins with if. If my people which are called by my name and so forth. Then God says then. It is an if-then covenant. If you do this, God will do this. If-then, conditional. The covenant that God made with Abraham is not conditional. In fact, let me read to you from Genesis chapter 17. Give me just a few moments, and let me read verses 1 through 9. Here it is. And when Abram was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly, And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, that thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful." And I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land whereon thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. And God said unto Abraham, pardon me, the covenant that God made with Abraham, you will be the father of many nations. They will be like the sand of the sea, the stars of the sky, the dust of the earth. And that's an everlasting covenant and I will give you the entire land of Canaan. That's all of Israel. That's the Gaza Strip. That's the West Bank. That land belongs to Israel because God said so. Israel has capitulated to the Arabs through the years to give them the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, when in reality that land is not theirs. It belongs to Israel. God said that. God is more powerful, more authoritative than the United Nations or any other organization. This is why, yes, God has judged his people, obviously, but the fact that Israel became a nation in 1948 In fulfillment of biblical prophecy, the first people, the first race of people, the first country, the first nation that had ever, ever been completely dispersed across the face of the earth, a nation that absolutely ceased to exist and then came back to their homeland and became a nation again. Just a mark, a proof, evidence That God's covenant with Israel is unconditional and everlasting. And then you look at the nation of Israel, how they have been blessed by God technologically, agriculturally, and in every imaginable way, the nation of Israel has been uniquely, uniquely blessed. There is no nation on planet Earth the size of Israel that has the blessings of God like the nation of Israel. And so that's why I stand with Israel. Do we unconditionally agree with everything they do? No. But in this case, there is no doubt we should be on the side of Israel. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll give you some practical observations on that. So stay tuned. You're listening to Bob brinney Live.
0: Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower Weekend at CrossPower.net.
1: And welcome back to Bobberney Live as we uh, wrap things up today and keep an eye on the nation of Israel. And again, folks, this is not like the other skirmishes that we've had in the past. Israel has declared all-out war on Hamas. Why? Because they were attacked. This was an unprovoked attack upon the people of Israel. And as I said before, this is Israel's 9 11. Proportionately, when you look at the population of Israel compared to the population of America, more Israelis have died in this three day war than died in 9 11. This is big, this is huge. And they're attacking all over the country. Troy and I have dear friends who live in Rehavat which is about um, 30, 45 minutes south of Tel Aviv, a long ways away from the Gaza Strip. Missiles have landed a quarter of a mile from their house in their city. They were convinced that they were safe from any kind of attack. Well, there was no one safe in Israel today, it is all-out war. Now, you're going to see many people. You're going to hear it in the news media. Well, the people of the Gaza Strip, the Palestinian areas, the they love it. The occupied territory. That is so bogus. As I read to you from Genesis chapter 17 a few moments ago, the entire land of Canaan, which is the entire nation of Israel, belongs to Israel by God's own proclamation. No, these are not occupied territories. The only reason there are Arabs, Palestinians, in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip is because Israel has been kind and gracious to allow them to live in their nation. I see this headline. Hundreds of protesters rally for Palestinians against Israel in New York City. These people are deluded. Or they are just evil. Now, let me just give you some practical observations. I keep telling you I'm not an expert on anything. But I've been to Israel now three times. And again, that doesn't make me an expert on anything. But particularly the last two times that I've been to Israel, and that's not been that long ago, Here are some things that I observed. There is not a single place in the nation of Israel where Arabs are forbidden to go. Palestinians, Arabs, Muslims, they go anywhere they want to in the nation of Israel. Now, that may change right now because of the war that has been declared. But historically, Arabs, Palestinians have been free basically to go anywhere they want to. But there are many places within the nation of Israel where Jews, Israelis, are not allowed to go in their own country. I'll never forget when I, the last time that I went to Bethlehem, the city of the birth of Jesus. Well, that's Arab territory. That's Palestinian territory. It's one little city not far from Jerusalem. But that's Arab territory. And there is a wall around the entire city of Bethlehem. And if I remember correctly, I think there are only three gates to get in and out. When you go through these humongous gates, there are huge signs on each side of the gate. No Jews allowed. What do you mean no Jews allowed? This is Israel. No Jews allowed. Most of the tour guides and bus drivers are Jews. They have to have special permission to go into the city of Bethlehem. And as you travel around the land of Israel, you will see several places where it will say, no Jews. But I never once saw a place, no Arabs, no Palestinians, no Muslims. The Jews. Have they done everything correctly? No. Have there been some bad people, bad soldiers? Well, of course, we have an occasional bad cop here in the United States. But for the most part, the Jews simply want to live in peace. And that's why they have allowed the West Bank and the Gaza Strip to exist as it does. And they have said, just live there and leave us alone. Leave us alone and what has happened well all out warfare the attack of hamas now, i hope you realize that on saturday the first real attack thousands of missiles were were sent into israel but the first real attack was a music festival a bunch of young people teenagers and young adults at a music festival and the whole purpose of the music festival was peace yeah it was to celebrate peace, and Hamas attacked. Hundreds of Israelis have been killed. Thousands have been wounded. Women, children have been killed, and their bodies drug through the streets, mutilated in the public square. You will never, ever, ever see the Jews doing that. Never. These are savages. And of course, they are more than willing to die, but because many, if not most of them, are radical Muslims, and they believe that they become martyrs, well, they'll go straight to heaven. Uh, Someone told me this when, I think it was the next, the last time I was in Israel, and it really illustrates this very well. If tomorrow you were to take away every single weapon, every gun, every pistol, every rifle, every machine gun, every rocket, every weapon from the Palestinians in the West Bank and in Gaza, you took every one of them away, what would change? Basically nothing. Because the Jews have already said, you live there, we'll live here, let's just live in peace really nothing would happen. On the other hand, if you were to remove all of the weapons from the nation of Israel, including the army, the airplanes, the rockets, the tanks, and so forth, if you were to remove all the weapons from Israel, within days, every single Jew would be slaughtered and the nation of Israel would cease to exist. That is a graphic illustration of the difference between the Palestinians and the Jews. The Palestinians want every Jew dead. They want the nation of Israel to cease to exist. Israel, for the most part, just wants to live in peace. But they are going to retaliate enormously. This is going to be a very, very costly war on both sides. And it's not going to be over soon. Pray for the people of Jerusalem. Pray for the army of Jerusalem. Pray for the innocent people.